Hey, brothers, and welcome back to Kick As I Presents. I'm your host, Bonko, National Vice President for Student Affairs, and I am so very grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this production. Of course, I couldn't do it all on my own. I have some amazing help from our National Communications team, our Student Advisor Committee, and a special shout out to our editor, Ryan Smith, for all of his hard work and dedication to Kick As I Presents. So for those of you who are returning listeners, welcome back and thank you so much for your support. For those of you who are joining for the first time, welcome to our show and we truly appreciate you uh, for joining us. This podcast is brought to you by Kappa Kappa, Kappa Kappa Psi National Honorary Band Fraternity. And the purpose of this series is to provide some insight, some helpful tips, suggestions, and to simply showcase the voices of the brotherhood in an entertaining fashion. Now, today's guest is joining us all the way from the mighty IOTA Zeta chapter. I believe I said that correctly. And as VPSA, I make it a priority to keep tabs on the great work that all students and members are doing. And this brother has gone above and beyond to represent his chapter and to go uh, and, and ban through our Instagram takeover. And I'm really excited to hear more about um, his experience and what he has to, to offer KK Sai. So let's go ahead and turn it over to our guest. Can you please tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark Austin Jr. I am a senior journalism and mass communication student with a concentration in multimedia at the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Uh, I am a I am a part of the alto saxophone section, uh, and I have been able to play other instruments, but my primary focus has been saxophone. I love jazz, uh, and of course, pop music, the music that you hear on your radio, but uh, through A&T, I've been forced to listen to rock, jazz, classical, anything you can name it, just to broaden my horizon. So uh, it's a great opportunity. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for, for being here with us. We're, again, super excited to hear more about um, about your experience. And I know our listeners obviously can't see, but Mark has on a great, fantastic shirt that uh, I, I hope to to find someday. It says Son of Bo, and it is fantastic. Um, so if you if you ever meet Mark, hopefully he has on that shirt so you can take a picture with it because I would love to do so. Um, all right, Mark, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, very Tough question here to start off. How did you get started in music and in band? Okay. So originally I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, I will say the arts isn't something that we focus as much on. Mm -hmm. But where I went to elementary school, they had a gifted and talented program where you picked an art. So either you could do visual or um, musical. And my mother said that you had to do something. And... (laughs) I'm not great with my hands, so yeah. I'm great with my ears. And my band director, Mr. Pope, I remember him. Uh, he said, pick an instrument. It was either woodwind or brass. And I picked clarinet. And mm-hmm. that's how I got started in like the second grade. And then the next year, he was like, you know, I think we're going to move you to saxophone. And I was just like, okay. So I started playing saxophone in the third grade. And ever since then, I've been in a band um, in school. So in uh, elementary school we had a jazz band mm-hmm. middle school we had it was a little smaller ensemble and in high school um marching band jazz band concert band and then once i got to college uh you know i'm in the marching band here so yeah. music has been a big part of my life uh ever since you know i've been born um mm-hmm. i can say that my mother she loves prince actually that's her like her go-to and yeah. she always stressed the importance of letting music just 
be an influence on you because it's not negative nor positive. It's, it's mm-hmm. just what you want to make from it. So music has always been important to me and I've always loved music. And yeah. That's amazing. Hey, I really appreciate it. So thank you for sharing. Um, I am, uh, I consider myself to be a mama's boy. Um, you know, my mom and I are, are, are really close and to hear, uh, you know, another individual have that relationship and, you know, have that influence from, from their mom. I think it's incredible. Um, and it's funny because I, as you're, as you were sharing, I was thinking about my own mom and she's not, she's not a, she's a very tough woman. She is not one to like really express emotions. And, and, you know, she like, she tells you as it is, she's, you know, kind of cold sometimes, but when it comes to her music, especially when it comes to karaoke, um, I mean, she lets loose and she really shows her side of things. And I think it's, it's, it's um, really incredible because you were talking about, you know, like I'm not great with my hands, but I'm great with my ears, but I also, you know, something else, I think, you know, musicians, we're great with our hearts mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great way, even though we may not show emotions in the way that people expect us to, or want us to, when it comes to music, I mean, that's another great, great way to, to, you know, build a relationship to, to really showcase your emotions to another individual through music. And I just think it's deep. It's a very unique and, uh, and novel way to show emotions. So thank you for sharing that. So uh, my next question for you is, um, you know, can you tell us a little bit more about your start in KKSI and what you're currently doing for your chapter? So uh, as it is now, this is my first, well, coming up on my first full year at being a brother. Uh, when I got to a uh, I will say that Capital Capital wasn't something that was I already knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, my band director in high school, he was finding me off for, and he became honorary Capital Capital my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just told me, you know, go down to A&T and just, you know, show off, do what you got to do. <laughs> and it wasn't like uh, I was going to, I had it set in stone that I wanted to be Capital Capital It was really mm-hmm. what happened was that I've met brothers the my the mighty iota zeta chapter is like it's like no other mm-hmm. and before i had even had the opportunity to really sit down and learn who these people were they were already showing love they were already mm-hmm. showing compassion for someone and like me being from out of state i don't i didn't have that many friends coming in like other people they came to our band they came with people from their high school I was the only person from my high school now there were there was a girl she's also taught me the sigma she was, um, she came from my high school and there was another girl who worked on a media team that came from my high mm-hmm. school. But mm-hmm. as a current marcher, I was the only one and it was only one other person from Baltimore mm-hmm. and I love him dearly. He's also a part of Fabi Alpha. Um, mm-hmm. So we, it wasn't like, they showed me a part of them that I wasn't expecting to see. Like they were just really nice and really, you know, if you need something, we got you. Um, mm-hmm. If you, you know, need help with classes, you know, you want to rehearse, you know, it was just people there that were able to give me love that I didn't know I needed. So that was kind of what piqued my interest is that Mm -hmm. these people are doing these things because at least where I'm from is a city where you, you, nine times a ten, you talk to mind your business and worry about them more. The fact that they were doing that kind of piqued my interest and then I I learned who they were Mm -hmm. and I learned about the fraternity i started doing research and then um a part of the iota zeta chapters we assigned big brothers so mm-hmm. my big brother was someone who was in the chapter he was part of the drum line mm-hmm. and joey cabrera he is one of the coolest dudes i have ever met in my life yeah he's a light-skinned guy with a lot of hair and he, 
he he like I'm I'm the only boy in my family. Well, I'm the only boy. I have two older sisters, but I don't have any brothers. So yeah, to get a big brother like that, it's like wow. And he really treated me like I was his little brother. Like yeah. he was like, you know, you want to go out to eat? Like you need to go to Walmart? Like what's good? How are you? Like it yeah. was just stuff like that <laughs> that was like wow. Like I really I think I might want to be able to do this for somebody else. So that that was exactly. really the driving force was that I want to be there for somebody mm-hmm. there for me. So. Mm-hmm. Now that I joined that, I have a little brother that me and him are very close. And yeah. I talk to him on the daily. And yeah, yeah. We, it's just, it was something that I could see myself doing because I just love music. I love band. Band is the mm-hmm. reason that I came to ANT. Mm-hmm. It was the reason that I've made it so far because it's just taught me a lot of lessons that I applied in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I just love band. Like I can't, <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. I do. No, I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, a lot of times, uh, even now, uh, you know, in the professional world, uh, at the age of 27, I, I get a lot of questions like, why do you still do this band thing? <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, and I, in my mind, I was like, I can't tell them just simply, oh, I love band because it, it, it is hard to explain, you know, your love for band, your love for music, because you kind of, you have to be a part of it. And like, you, you know, you're sharing your, your relationship and your experiences with KKSI and your big brother, it's deep, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's from the heart, it's from the soul. And it's really hard to describe to people who are a part of it. Like, this is, I still have a hard time explaining it to my own, my own family. They're like, what is this KK fork thing? And it's like, it's KKSI. Um, <laughs> you know, but it, it's, it's incredible because, you know, it's not just about band. It's not just about, you know, um, meeting at chapters it's not just about you know the degrees i mean it's so much deeper and it expands on beyond your college years and like the relationship you have with your your big brother i mean like that is deep stuff that i i just i don't think a lot of people get in college and you i feel like you only get that through an organization like kksi through your marching band through your you know band program so i think that's incredible so thank you for sharing yeah. and i would also like to add that uh-huh. The only people that understand what it's like to be in a band program are people that were in a band program. So like, mm-hmm. that's a big driving force as to why like we can connect so easily. <laughs> I'm, I have roommates now and I tell them like, yeah, I have practice from six to 10. And they was like, six to 10? You're at practice. <laughs> yeah, I practice on the weekends. And it's like, yeah, we have practice on the weekends. Like it's time. It's, it's oh, rehearsal. Like, you, know, you have yeah. to rehearse. And they just don't understand it. But if I was to talk to somebody from another band, they'd be like, oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's not that's okay like you know yeah, um, yeah. and i'm also um as for our fraternity i'm also um the historian and oh great our historian um is a little bit different i think than other chapters because i also manage the social media accounts mm-hmm. uh and which has given me the opportunity to spread spread our word, spread Kappa Kappa Psi, mm-hmm. spread the Iota Zeta chapter and connect with other people who are other historians. That's been probably about the biggest thing is like talking to other chapters and uh, interacting with them via social media or mm-hmm. um, creating flyers or anything like that mm-hmm. that we can use to uplift and not, you know, to bring a positive light to ourselves. Exactly. And I, that's like, that's something I love is that social media is so has come so far from where we used to be that now I can mm-hmm. talk to you. And I mean, I met people through social media that I never thought I'd ever talk to. I never thought exactly. would ever be talking to. So, yeah. Exactly. No, that, that's incredible because, um, you know, as we were talking before this, this uh, call here, um, 
social media is a, a big passion point of mine and especially leveraging technology and social media to help us tell our story, help us, um, you know, influence positivity or, you know, so to, to input positivity to people's lives and, and just to help promote our band programs. Um, and for those listening, if you've not followed Iota Zeta, uh, and, and, and their social media, uh, please go do so. Um, what's, what are some of your handles, Mark? Uh, on Instagram, we are at Iota Zeta underscore KK Mm-hmm. On Twitter, we are at Iota Zeta underscore KKSI. And I think Facebook is just Iota Zeta Capcom. So. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, they're, they are doing some great work, listeners. Um, and I, I mean, I am definitely, uh, it, makes, it keeps me on, on my toes to make sure that, you know, like Dino and I are, are managing our social media the right <laughs> way as well. So, no, that's awesome. Um, great, great. So, uh, so you recently did a an Instagram takeover for us, which was really telling. It was it was um, you know we got a, a great look into what was really happening. Um, so you recently performed at Honda Battle of the Bands. Is that correct? Yes. Cool. So so tell us a little bit more about that. How was that? Um, and like, how do you prepare for such a big event? Um, so basically, Honda Battle of the Bands is a. It used to be a battle. Um, and when it first started, but now it's a showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and they select eight bands via votes. So mm-hmm. um, your fans from different, like if you go to A&T or mm-hmm. you go to Prairie View, they vote for you on Honda's website. And then they um, they send you, you know, you, you get selected from a big group and then narrows down to just eight. And then those eight bands um, in January were, will go to Atlanta, Georgia, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and we'll basically do a halftime show, but it's not no other halftime show. It's like, this is probably <laughs> like the upper echelon as it comes to halftime shows. Like, this yeah. is something that, it's, it's, a, it's really a spectacular thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for A&T, we are known for giving you versatility and giving you uh, something outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't come <laughs> just by coming the day before, coming like, yeah. you know, two days before. We, we came a week before classes started to mm-hmm. start preparing for Honda. And then we practiced that whole week. And then once classes started, which was, uh, I can't remember what day it was. It was like January, some like a week or two before Honda. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, continue practicing and then once you get to we got to about the Thursday before we left to go to Atlanta um mm-hmm. that day you go we left like 12 a.m I think and <laughs> we we arrived and we went to the stadium and where you have um you have a time to basically practice your show inside mm-hmm. the stadium so you know how things will sound you know where mm-hmm. you should be looking like you know you can basically like a walkthrough um, and you also, there's a mass band. So where all eight bands will come together and play one piece that is arranged by um, an outside. Well, this time it was arranged by uh, Mr. Lindsey Sargent, who's a very intelligent man. And mm-hmm. he, uh, we all sit like, as a band, we come with him. We play the piece. He tells us, oh, okay, you need to come out here. Just some mm-hmm. small tweaks. And then yeah, yeah. after that, um, you know, you go back to the hotel. And I was kind of sharing this part. It was like, you know, sometimes you have some downtime, sometimes you don't. So, but for <laughs> each band to do that, you know, you have to, it has, it's a lot of scheduling and it's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, planning out. So um, basically a, a lot of the preparation goes into just planning and making sure that everything that you say you're going to do, you do. 
So everything mm-hmm. that you want to happen happens. Mm-hmm. Every every note is played, every articulation, every step, every dance move, everything yeah. is is ex- executed as best as possible. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, we we give a great show. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty much it. It's just a lot of preparation. It's a lot of practicing. Mm. Yeah, no, that's incredible. And you know, just. So, I mean, I, so I, I, I was, um, at this recent Honda battle of the bands. It was only my second time really? and yeah, only my second time. And, you know, I, I, we were talking about, um, earlier how, you know, most people, they don't know what Honda battle of the bands is. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I, I'm definitely guilty of that going through, you know, I was in March, uh, college marching bands for what, six years, um, for my undergraduate and, and my master's and, it wasn't until I graduated that I heard about Honda. You know, a friend of mine um, invited me to an event, and my first time there, it was like, it's like I'm literally blown away um, by just like the amount of energy and and passion that people really just put everything out on the field. And this time, um, I got to sit higher up in the same to really focus more on the forms and just to really see the whole show. And again, I'm like, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat, just the precision in some of the forms. I mean, like, I think some of the, my favorites that stuck out, uh, I, I don't recall exactly the bands, but there's a band that did a form with, you know, love with a heart to make the O and then like a, um, an arrow through the heart. There was a band that did, you know, a call out to vote. I mean, there was just so many things and aspects to these shows that, you know, I, it blows my mind. Like, and it takes a lot of time to prepare, you know, to, to prepare for a show, but then like how much more time does it take to really perfect that show to the precision that, that what we saw on the field. So incredible, incredible stuff. Um, again, literally blown away by, by some of these bands and just like the amount of energy. I mean, I, I just remember feeling and feeling the sound like in the stadium. Like I, I was, you could feel it in your feet. You could feel it as you're sitting down and getting goosebumps. I mean, so like talk me through a little bit of how it was to perform. Like, what were you thinking of? What were you feeling when you were on the field? So um, this is actually my third time performing in the Honda Battle of the Bands. This is A&T's seventh time going. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't really like nothing. It, was, it wasn't It was new to me because I had performed mm-hmm. here before. And we were just here for um, Celebration Bowl. We're just in mm-hmm. the okay. Celebration Bowl. So it was kind of like, oh, we're back here again. But <laughs> at least for me, I can say that we practice so much to the point where it's like muscle memory. So once mm-hmm. we actually performing, I kind of go blank. Like I'm, mm-hmm. my body's moving and I'm just living in the moment. Like I'm playing mm-hmm. the notes, everything's happening. I'm trying my best not to mess up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, it, you get this rush of energy right before like you, you start the show that you like, it's, I almost can't explain. Like it's just yeah. like your body does things that you like, even I shock myself sometimes. I was like, I didn't even think I could do that. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's really the best part about it. If anybody ever gets the chance to perform on a field, look up at the crowd and mm-hmm. like not make eye contact with somebody, but really like look at people's faces because like mm-hmm. there are people who, who are going bonkers. Like they are, yes. and yeah. it's like to us, we have practiced this show so many times. It's like it's not that great, y'all. But to them, it's like <laughs> this is amazing. Like this yeah. is something so. I love seeing the crowds. So most times that like I'm looking up at the crowd and just mm-hmm. not really, I'm thinking about everything that's going on, but not 
consciously. It's more of a, a subconscious effort to really yeah. just you know that your body is going to do what it has to do. And especially this this is my last year, my, my senior year. So yeah, I got into the point where my like my marching style has pretty much been drilled into me for four years that I know mm-hmm. that my body is just going to do what it's going to do. And yeah, it's yeah, it's just really hard to explain because it's it's a feeling like no other, mm-hmm. like. Butterflies don't begin to explain what was in my stomach. Is. Sure. <laughs> it's just- well, I can I can only imagine. I mean, like just like you mentioned with the crowd, uh, you know, because I was sitting so far up, I can I mean, could see so much, you know, like the crowd itself, and I mean, just the sense of pride and celebration and support that you know that people have for for the bands that were performing. I mean, it was incredible and very different from, you know, so like, you know, I attended Indiana University and um, our football team is not the greatest, uh, you know, uh, they, they try their best, which is fantastic. However, you know, the, the crowd is there, but it was just like, there was not that connection. There was not that like, we are here to support, to love on the band. Like when, you know, we'll, we'll get claps, we'll get people who are dancing here and there, but like, it was more of like a, Oh, the band is here rather than from what I saw at Honda. Um, you know, especially when, when, when your band came out, like alums and like people are so proud. People are, are so incredibly just moved by the performance itself. I mean, it was crazy that for me, like, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not an alum, obviously. So, but I'm not like, yeah, clapping as hard as, you know, as hard as I can, because people are so supportive. So it was incredible. Um, absolutely loved it. And um, pride now, is like no other. Like you, oh yeah. Like you can go to other institutions, and I'm not going to speak down on any other institution. But I, knowing that at my school, mm-hmm. I can wear an AT shirt and be in an airport, and somebody will say, "I'm a AT. How you doing?" And then <laughs> a step like, "Oh, where well, you know? Are you a current student? Did you graduate? Yeah. What's your major?" People that just want to learn. Like I've never met the love and support that Aggies. Yeah. People, no matter where you are, no matter what is going on. And especially the fact that I'm in the band, they were like, oh, you're in the band. You're in the Okay, like, that's like, they will ride for you in a heartbeat. Whether your show yeah. is great or bad, you Aggies yeah. will not let you know that you did a bad job because they just, we just love each other that much. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. That is simply incredible. Uh, so, when it, you know, looking back at your three years performing at Honda, what has been your favorite show or your favorite thing about being a part of Honda? Uh, okay. Well, favorite show, I will always go back to 2016, which is my first time at Honda, mm-hmm. um, which was the, our bad boy show was like, bad oh, boy. Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, it, I think what made it so memorable for me was that the people that were graduating, I really had built a connection with through that season and mm-hmm. that everybody that was marching in that show, you could literally feel the energy after mm-hmm. we finished it. Like you could, there were people crying. There were people <laughs> crying after this show, but there were people yeah. crying. Like you, it's just like people really love what they do. And it's like, yeah, Honda is most of the time, the last performance that we do a marching band. So it's mm-hmm. like your last hurrah. And people mm-hmm. realize, like, oh, my God, this is the last time I will ever have this uniform on. I will yeah. ever march. This is the last time I'll ever do any of this. So yeah. I think that would be my favorite show just because of the the feeling that w- mm-hmm. was presented to me. Now, this show, I will also say I may have shed a tear or two, but yeah. it's, it's, this show was is also up there for me because 
the class that I came in with, we were very close. And like, it was just kind of mm. around, like, dang, y'all, like, this really is the last one for us. Like, this is, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, you always play, I'm not coming back next year. I'm not doing this next year. And then you come back <laughs> and like, I don't know why I signed us for this, but, I, <laughs> but this time it's like, guys, this is really the last time we get to do this. And yeah, yeah. The feelings, it, it's different when you have the feelings versus seeing somebody with the feelings. And I think that's what had the difference with me because I could see someone. Mm-hmm. like I could see how they feel versus me it's like I'm not one to show my emotions at, especially at performance time it's kind of hard for me to yeah. just like, let those things out but this is one time where I've seen people cry, yeah. cry. Oh, my yeah. favorite part of Honda though will forever be the interactions between bands because some bands like uh, Prairie View which is in Texas I've mm-hmm. never been to Texas I've never even yeah. been past like uh, Arkansas like anything like so i these are people i will never see again and this is like my first time meeting them or um it's people um her name is gaisha i think i pronounced it right but she plays tuba and uh-huh. she's part of tall Beta sigma at prairie view and she, they mm-hmm. they came to honda my freshman year and we follow each other on snapchat and mm-hmm. then instagram and like i've seen we both watched each other like more or less come up and then she joined Tall Beta Sigma the same year that I joined Cactus Pasai. So oh, nice. seeing her after we were, you know, we came into the van and now, you know, now this is our third time being, well, this mm-hmm. is my third time being there. Seeing her again, it's like, wow, like, this, and this is my first time ever actually talking to her because, you know, you can ask yeah. her on Snapchat but not actually speak. And <laughs> she was like, oh, I know you. You're the guy that I follow on Instagram. Like, how are you? It's like, <laughs> these people, the, the people from Prairie View are so loving like they're yeah, so yeah. nice and they were really inviting and mm-hmm. i can't say that i'd had any bad time with them or the people from grambling because the grandma's in louisiana i've never been to louisiana so I, and yeah, I'll, yeah. I never know the next time i'll be able to see them so like this is my one chance to really meet them in person and i feel like i value that interaction of person to person because it's mm-hmm. nothing it's the difference between talking via screen versus i can i can see you i can physically touch you i can physically yeah you exactly mannerisms so mm-hmm. and i got to talk to their president uh at delta sa great mm-hmm. guy and i learned that he wasn't even he's from the bahamas and that he had an accent and I was wow like, yeah and i was like huh and you live in texas like i would <laughs> never think that i would meet these people so i think yeah. the best part of honda is being able to see people and talk to them from different bands. We talk to people from FAMU, who are, they are yeah. in our conference. Well, now that we're switching conference, they won't be. But we, they were in our conference and we didn't get a chance to go down because of weather. So we never yeah, actually got yeah. a chance to meet anybody from that band. Mm-hmm. Or someone from Jackson who isn't in our conference and we've never played mm-hmm. them. Or, you know, like Preview. So it's just nice being able to meet people who do what you do, who march yeah. especially yeah. at an HBCU. And they have their own set of culture. Like, there's a banquet that Honda has. Mm-hmm. Um, the banquet that give us food. They also play music, and North Carolina and Louisiana are two totally different places. North Carolina mm-hmm. and Texas are two different, two different places. So they're doing they dance different than we do. They have a different culture, and it's like nice being able to see a different HBC culture outside yeah. of the on the East Coast. Yeah, I, I just I really value seeing people in their element and seeing people mm-hmm. be themselves with their group of people. But also, there's this picture of like all the bands. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were in the Mass Man, and you see the different uniforms, but we're all playing the same thing. Like the stuff like that just really yeah. does it for me because like we it really puts in the perspective that these are all people that do the same thing that you do, and right? Differently, but the same. So 
I, I really love that. Yeah, that is, I mean, wow. I, I, I think you just kind of encapsulated like all the great things that band KK Psy being a part of, I mean, like it's just, it's just incredible because again, like this goes beyond what anybody could imagine. Like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure like when, you know, when you were joining, uh, you're in the process of joining KK Psy, you weren't like, Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be able to make all these great relationships and meet all these great people and like have it have such an impact on my life. You know, it's more of like, you know, we join because of you know those who influence, we join because we want to be part of a, a great program, a great chapter. I mean, but it goes beyond exactly, you know, like as you're saying, um, yeah, simply incredible. So I think you essentially have already answered this in a way, uh, but I'm going to ask that just so that our viewers, our listeners can, can um, have some clarity as well. Um, but, you know, when it comes to college band and KKSI, how has that affected your life? Um, well, again, the interaction, but I also um, dealing with people that, have the same mindset with you, but have different ways about achieving your goals. Mm -hmm. So me being from someone from the North, I mean, I think the same as someone who is born in North Carolina. I have a brother who is very passionate and we butt heads a lot because not because we are arguing about bad things or that we're angry at each other, but we both want the best for our chapter. Mm. And it's like, well, I think this would be better. Well, no, I think this would be better. And it's kind of, mm. but that that's part of it that I love is that we will, we will sit there and argue for 30 minutes because we mm. both think we're both trying to convince each other that this is the best way to go about it. And we both are giving each other the time to understand, okay, this is what you think. And this might not be bad, but I have another way to go about it. And it's, right. it's really giving me the opportunity to work with people that I never thought I'd work with and speak to yeah. people I never thought I'd speak with. And opportunity to, I guess, work in a business mindset, like to get mm -hmm. things done as it, is, as it relates to being in a business. Like right. there's like a chapter meeting that I've never been, I've never used Robert rules. I've never had to go to me like that but it it gives me the opportunity to do so to learn yeah. how to make a motion uh, mm -hmm. and how to deal with hierarchy of power how to interact with people how to branch out and um prior to this even though you may not know i'm a i'm a big introvert i do not like talking outside of my comfort zone mm -hmm. most times if i go to a social event i'm standing in a corner quiet and just observing because it's just how I am. But mm -hmm. because I've joined Capital Capital Size, forced me outside of my comfort. It's forced me out of my box. Mm -hmm. It's forced me to interact with people that I never thought. I'd. Like when I did the interview with um, Delta Psi, I had yeah. to literally like go and talk to somebody in their band and ask, "Hey, who's the president for y'all chapter? And who's yeah, yeah. who?" And they was like, "Oh, it's this guy." And they, you know, they found me, and then they got their frat brothers. And I was like, you know, I. <laughs> We were sitting literally next to each other. I don't remember if you were there and you saw us before where they had us um, waiting while bands were performing. We were literally yes, sitting yeah. like an aisle away from each other. So like yeah, we could yeah, walk yeah. over and talk to each other. And like, if I was still stuck in my box, I wouldn't have done that. But because Capital mm. Capital forced me out of that and that we share a common love for music, I would had no problem talking to them. So I think I've learned to get out of my box and uh be more business mindset and just yeah work in general just knowing how to work yeah no i mean you're, you're touching on such a great points uh, i'm just i'm sitting here reflecting on so much 
um, just with conversations with, with, um, other of our, you know, other students and just for myself as well. And I mean, you're right. I mean, if it wasn't for KK Sai, I mean, there are so many things that I would not have been able to do people to meet experiences to have. I mean, this is incredible stuff. And, um, I, I'm honestly going back to when you were talking about, um, your experiences with Honda and, and, and with KK Sai, uh, you know, in the Midwest, you know, being a part of the big 10 conference, you know, we, our band travels to one away game each year and a bowl game, hopefully, <laughs> but you know, we don't really get that time to really connect with other bands other than on social media. And again, social media, I think, you know, can be used for, for great things, but being able to have KK Psy as a way to connect to some of these other band programs to learn. I mean, I, I, I have a sister from, from my university who, you know, uh, is very much, very much extroverted and she will just travel to, to other chapters and just meet people randomly without, you know, like she doesn't know anybody. Um, and just to kind of see what you're talking about for Honda, for KK Psy and how it's helped you grow as an individual and to kind of add to, to your life uh, in a positive way. I mean, it just, it just makes, it's helping me figure out a better way to explain what KK Psy is to people. You know, we were talking earlier how it it sometimes is hard to explain it to people, but I mean, it's just such deep and powerful stuff. So great, great. Um, Okay. So let's say, you know, looking back at everything again, um, if you had one piece of advice that you could share with freshman Mark, what would that piece of advice be? Mm, Don't stress over the little things. I feel like I still do it now. I stress over things that I cannot control just because I'm, I'm not a perfectionist, but I'm, I'm someone who likes to do things the right way the first time. So I will beat myself up because I didn't do it the way I should have done it. And I learned Mm. afterwards. I also would have told myself not to major in engineering because that was not originally (laughs) in my major with engineering. And I thought I loved it. And that was, that was a lot to myself. So (laughs) uh, I would, I would definitely tell myself, you know, really like follow my passions because engineering was my passion. Music is my Mm -hmm. passion in music or following music. I found journalism, which I love. Like I, I learn every day and I I enjoy learning about journalism, but had I not been in the band, I wouldn't have met someone whose major was journalism and talked to them about what they actually do. So I think freshman me would have learned a lot if I didn't stress out, if I um, relaxed, and just let things kind of not happen, but be okay with what happens based off of my choices. Like, be okay with the consequences. Because at the end of the day, it's not something that you can change, so why worry about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a tweet, everybody. That That's the that's the thing. I mean, I, I'm sure all of our listeners right now are like, yep, yeah, that could, you know, I, I could definitely benefit from that as well. Um, I mean, it is, again, it's just incredible because I don't know, you know, going through college without being in band, without being in KKSI or, you know, organizations similar to what we do. I don't know if we would have the time or space or environment or support to be able to do that sort of reflection, to do that sort of internal growth. And, you know, something that's really important to, to our organization is the lesson of being able to take a moment to rest, to reflect, and then to move forward in 
as a better you. So, I mean, that's, that's just such a, a, a wise, I mean, it's simple and it's, but it's, and it's wise because so many people can benefit from that because I'm sure people are beating themselves up every day. I mean, I do it myself. I'm 27. You know, it, it's nice to have that, that internal voice that you've developed, like, Hey, it's going to be okay. Like, that's not, that's not something that, you know, you need to stress out about, you know, we'll get it, we'll get it, you know, right the next time. So that's awesome. Um, so I've, I've asked you a lot of questions already and I really, really do appreciate your willingness to speak on everything so far. So I have one more question for you. And, you know, as we look forward to the next hundred years of Kappa Kappa site, people keep saying that. And I'm like, you know, what, what does that mean? Like, what are you, what are you saying the next hundred years? Like, are we just talking about time? Like, you know, what are we talking about? And <clears throat> excuse me, something that I think is really important is that we look at the growth of our organization and the depth of, of that growth. And, you know, are we just checking things off a box? Like, oh, we did this and this, and we're considering that to be growth or the depth of the relationships that we build, the support that we build for different organizations or the different communities. And, you know, we, people often talk about diversity and inclusion again, I asked them, you know, what does that look like? So again, my, my question for you is, as we look towards the next hundred years of Kappa Kappa Psi, you know, what can you share about your experience as a student of an HBCU um, uh, organization, an HBCU campus? And what would you like people to know about your community? Um, well, as far as me, I can only speak for me and I can speak for how I view things. Mm -hmm. I think our culture is going to be our culture. It's not, it's not something that you can change, but it is something that you can understand. It is something that you can include. So it's nothing wrong with including a different culture, with uh, advancing the, the overall image of Kappa Kappa Psi. It's nothing wrong with understanding that our community isn't the exact same. Uh, of course, if you go to an HBCU versus if you go to a PWI or any other institution, things won't be the same. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's, we, we, we've had different historical backgrounds that have ultimately affected how things are now. But because of that, it doesn't mean that we can't change the future or we have to mm -hmm. always stick to the past. I think most of it has to do with inclusion because there are things that I can learn from someone who goes to a PWI as they can learn things from me that goes to an HBCU. And it's, it, a big part of it has to do with opening the conversation for that and the willingness to understand that I go to a, a predominantly black institution where mm -hmm. our culture is different, where we dress different, we act different, we talk different. Mm -hmm. And you go to an institution where it may be multi multiracial or it may not be predominantly one race or it may be predominantly white. And it's nothing wrong with your culture or your mm -hmm. tradition it's just you need to understand that we have a tradition too and it's and it's okay to showcase both or it's okay to mix and mingle that you can learn something from us and we can learn something from you i when we went to scd that was my first time meeting chapters who were uh, from a pwi and these are some really cool people like i really like enjoy talking to them and they i will say one thing that I think was the most culturally shocking thing to me because I go to HBCU. We're known for doing step shows. We're doing for doing performances like that. And we had a step show at SED with an institution who was predominantly white and they did amazing. Like they did great. I really enjoyed their like performance. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
And I really loved it. Like, it's nothing wrong with you guys learning something new and us exchanging information because at the end of the day, we all have a love for Capital Capital We all have, yes. we have a love for our institution. We all have a love for and a passion for something that we care about. So mm-hmm. either way, we have the best interest in mind. We just have to be willing to have that conversation and understand mm-hmm. that your view and my view aren't that much apart. Right. We just want our view to be seen because for the last, for previous years, you know, we weren't able to speak. We weren't able to showcase ourselves. So now that we are, we can and we have the ability to, we just would like the opportunity to. Sure. It's nothing, yeah. it's nothing against like, you know, we don't want to see your culture at all. It's, we just, we just want everybody to be showcased because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. someone out there who's watching the national page who's wondering, I want to see somebody from my school or someone from my HBCU as well as I want to see somebody from PWI because I might not want to go to HBCU, but I might mm-hmm. still have love for music. I may right. want to not do Kappa Kappa Style, but I still have a vision as to what music ha- can do for people and the vision that we want to see is mm-hmm. someone who is genuinely involved in the mm-hmm. act of progression of music, the act of progression yeah. of love and yeah. a band. So yeah. for my community, we're always going to have our pride. We're always going to do what we do. And it's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with asking questions. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with asking, can we come to this? Can we do this? Can we, can like, it's nothing wrong with asking. That's the, that's a big thing for me is I ask questions. If you ask mm-hmm. anybody, they'll tell me, they'll tell you like that I'm a very curious person and I'll, <laughs> I'll have no problem asking you a question because yeah. my mother always taught me that's how you learn is that mm-hmm. you, you might need to ask a question. So I think sometimes mm-hmm. that might just need to be people willingness to learn. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, no, I, 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 you know, thank you for that. I think that what you're saying I mean, speaks so much, especially, you know, with, with things recently that have happened or just like some questioning, some, you know, wounds that have been opened up. I think it is, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, like the power of being able to ask questions, to seek understanding and, um, you know, something that as leaders, we're always taught, you know, like don't listen to respond, listen to understand, you know, seek to understand first. Um, And from there, you know, how can we, incorporate the different voices into developing what's best for KK Psy and the growth of KK Psy. And like you said, at the, at the end of the day, it's about cultivating our love for music, for college university bands. And yeah, you know, there may be traditions out there that may not, not be the healthiest, may not be, um, you know, something that we fully understand. And I think that we can have a conversation about things that to move forward and say, all right, how can we work together? How can we teach each other? and move forward and again, to, to promote KK Psy and to promote our love for not just music and band, but our members and our future members. Because like you said, people are watching, you know, uh, I did not, I didn't join my freshman year. Uh, I didn't, you know, I joined my sophomore year and, you know, but I was paying attention. You know, I was paying attention. Like, is this a part, a group that I want to be a part of? Is this something that, you know, I want to associate myself with? So, you know, being able to have the conversation, being able to ask questions, being able to seek understanding, I think is a lot, it's just incredible, incredibly powerful and something that um, I hope that we can continue doing and continue to, to grow from so that, you know, we can learn more about each other and, you know, lead the way for fraternity, fraternities and sororities all across the country. Mm-hmm. So. 
and like a big thing just has to be it's not that hard like it's not that <laughs> be yourself like be be yeah. who you have always been and whether somebody someone would not like you or not understand you and that's okay mm-hmm. but as long as you stick to who you are and are mm-hmm. willing to understand how someone else is life mm-hmm. can go on and you can learn a lot and you have great experiences like this this is not something i never thought i'd see myself doing a podcast for a yeah. national our national page but yeah. by being myself, I, I made it here, and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to have the opportunity to speak because it, people will never, you know, I, like I said, I'm an introvert, so I'm not gonna outright go for myself and say, "Hey guys, my name is mm-hmm. this, and I, I want you to learn about me." But the opportunities I've been given, I've used to put a spotlight on as much as I possibly can because I, I just, I'm a nice person. I love, I love all people. I love things that yeah. are different. I love interacting. I love. Mm-hmm. I just I, I love like I have a big heart so it's it's an amazing opportunity and I really yeah. thank you for reaching out to me and doing this and I really of thank course. those who are listening because that you're part of the people who are understanding willing to understand willing to have that conversation and mm-hmm. that's where it starts yeah well Mark thank you so much for for joining us today and, and taking the time to to not only share about yourself but to to speak on your experience and, and your perspective and just kind of opening up some space for people to have these conversations because you know it is important and you know on behalf of the fraternity and the National Council we just wanted to say truly appreciate you and all that you're doing to promote musicianship leadership and service and uh, a huge thanks to all of our listeners for joining today. If you like this episode, then please share and suggest our podcast to us, to, uh, to another brother today and subscribe if you haven't already done so. And, you know, we do this not to hear ourselves talk, but to share insight that could be meaningful for you by highlighting our members, highlighting what's happening uh, within our fraternity. And, you know, the big thing is, though, we need your help finding topics that you want covered and brothers that uh, you think should be uh, guests on the show. So if you have any suggestions, please reach out to me at bongco at kkpsi.org. That's B-A-N-G-C-O at kkpsi.org. Thanks again for joining us on KKSI Presents. My name is Bonco, your host, and I wish you much love today. And as always, A-E-A. Bye.